Hello, my witches and wizards. This is Madison. And this is Jordan. And you're listening to You Know What Gets Me, the podcast where two nerds sit in a pillow fort and drag the things we love. Because honestly, I got some questions. So warning. Spoilers? Duh. Unpopular opinions? Most certainly. What about fucks given? Absolutely none. Great. Now let's rip into it. Okay, so if you've never seen or read the first Harry Potter, first, what? I don't know how that happened, but you're here now, so here's a brief summary. Alright, I got this one. So, Dumbledore dropped off Harry Potter on October 31st on a doorstep on the coldest night of the fucking year. McGonagall, another actual adult, is not okay with this until the exact moment that she is. Sweet. Skip ahead 11 fucking years, and Harry Potter is living underneath the staircase in a cupboard. Now, after being driven into hiding by a bunch of harassing letters, Harry Potter is kidnapped by a giant and swept away into magic school. Here, he meets Hermione Granger and Ronald Weasley, and magical shenanigans ensue. Oop, what's this? Something dastardly is afoot? Must be Professor Severus Snape trying to steal the Philosopher's Stone and bring back good old Voldemort to life again. Skip ahead, and surprise, surprise, the villain is Professor Quirrell, who is not wearing his surprisingly fashionable turban for any cultural or religious purposes, but to hide the disgusting growth on the back of his head that he has so lovingly decided to name Voldemort. So Quirrell tries to kill Harry Potter, but here's the plot twist. Harry Potter is actually a murderer. And he kills this grown man with his bare hands. This ends the first year, but it only starts the adventure of Dumbledore and his murderous children. That's not what happened. That is exactly what happened. That's not what happened. Oh, I'm sorry, Jordan. Did you want a more uh, complete summary? Did you want me to go chapter by chapter? Well, guess what? I'm not fucking audible. You want to read this book, you do it on your own time. <laughs> All right, now let's seriously fucking talk about some shit. Okay, so first off, I figured out why there are no adults in young adult adventure novels. Because the second you bring in an adult, they suddenly have to become the worst, like, guardian in the on the face of the planet. They all make questionable decisions right off the fucking bat. I mean, that makes complete and total sense because every fucking person in this movie is an absolute goddamn idiot especially the adult like uh i'm just gonna put that out there dumbledore that dumb motherfucker (laughs) who puts a baby on a doorstep october 31st one of the coldest nights of the fucking year without even a basket just in a blanket on the doorstep with a letter good luck fucking kid i think he was in a basket in the book well in the movies they just put him on stone in a blanket so that's what i'm going off of (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Dumbledore, I, I just don't know what gives Dumbledore the authority to kidnap a child. Because that's exactly, apparently kidnapping kids is just a thing that we do in the magical world. We kidnapped Harry once, we did it twice, and Hagrid took him away. It's like a newly orphaned child. Just, I guess I'm going to drop him off at his closest relative's house. Now, he might have been going there anyways. Maybe that's what the ministry would have done with him. However, 
I don't know anybody in the ministry knows what the fuck happened to Harry Potter in the first place. But I have an issue. If you're like, he needs to go to his nearest relatives, okay, that's fine. But also, we need to have a vetting process. Oh, McGonagall is here. She's vetting these motherfuckers. Great. And McGonagall's like, is it true? And he's like, yes, unfortunately, the good news and the bad. But I'll be dropping this fucking child off at the Dudley's. And she was like, are you sure about that, Dumbledore? I've been watching these people for an entire day. And I have come to the conclusion that they are the worst. Two pieces of fucking garbage. And Dumbledore was like, nah, it'll be fine. And she was like, but this child is like the savior of the wizarding world, Dumbledore. Like in the wizarding world, he'd be hailed as a hero. And Dumbledore was like, yes, and it's best that he grow up away from all of that. Better hated by your family than in any sort of fucking fame. Like, what? I don't understand who told Dumbledore he could take the newly orphaned Harry Potter and then drop him off somewhere. Where is wizarding CPS? Where's the wizarding orphanage? I don't understand. Like, it was, that's obvious nobody was checking up on him. They knew he was somehow sleeping in the cupboard, which is another problem that apparently that's just fine. That they had zero problems with this cupboard being the bedroom. And even though there was a perfectly normal-sized bedroom upstairs that was taken up by Dudley's broken toys. But no one is checking in on this kid like fucking nobody because he had clothes under the stairs he had a bed he had like toys the few toys that he had he had a living situation underneath the staircase and if anybody checked in on him they would have been like this is fucking weird unacceptable yeah get your shit kid you're coming with us i don't know where you're going after this but you're not staying here there's no reasonable fucking adults not even mcgonagall and don't get me wrong I love McGonagall with all my heart. She's a bad bitch. She's Gryffindor. She can turn into a cat. I'm down with cats. However, she's also a fucking idiot, and she's really irresponsible. It just hurts me that Dumbledore said, it's fine, and she was like, I'll take your word for it. No, you know Dumbledore. You've known Dumbledore for a long time, and he seems like an irresponsible motherfucker. Like, I know usually at the end of the day, he comes up with some weird deus ex machina, I'm such a powerful wizard, I can make anything work for me kind of shit. Disgusting. But it doesn't mean he's right and that you should listen to him. It really doesn't mean he's right because he fucks him up and McGonagall just lets it happen. And even when it's just McGonagall on her own and they're a Hogwarts for the first year, she's irresponsible because she lets kids get away with irresponsible shit like flying when they're not supposed to at super high heights where they could break their fucking neck. He's a child. They're 11-year-olds. Madam Pomfrey was like, stay on the fucking ground while I'm gone, making sure this motherfucker doesn't lose the ability to use his arm. And what happens immediately? Malfoy's an asshole, which we knew was going to happen. Malfoy sucks. I mean, love him. But also, Malfoy's a dickhead, and we all know it. Malfoy's a dick. Malfoy's a dick, and because Malfoy is a dick, Harry Potter has to try to be the hero of the situation, which, great, I guess every story needs a fucking hero. But because of that, they were both breaking the rules. So Draco should have gotten in trouble, sure. But Harry should have also gotten in trouble. Why? Because we have rules for a reason. Those fuckers should not have been off the ground. And McGonagall saw it with her own two eyes. And instead of dealing out a proper punishment, she was like, come with me, Harry Potter. I'm going to make you the youngest seeker in all of Hogwarts fucking history. That's right. I am rewarding you for your terrible behavior. Let's go. You know why you're the youngest seeker? Because no other 11-year-olds are allowed to fly because you're 11. You want to know why other 11-year-olds aren't allowed to fly in Quidditch, one of the most dangerous games in the wizarding world? It's because their parents won't allow it. That's not a problem for Harry Potter. I can assure you that. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's Hagrid. You can't tell Hagrid a 
goddamn. Me, uh, don't get me wrong. God bless Hagrid. Hagrid is a bad bitch. He's here breaking down walls and shit, driving floating motorcycles, birthing dragons, doing magic when he's not supposed to. I love Hagrid, but he is dumb as bricks. He, you can't trust that bitch with nothing. You can't tell him shit all, or else you know for a fact that it's gonna get out. Not even just everybody, just the wrong people. But everybody, the wrong people, the right people, everybody is going to fucking know because Hagrid has loose lips. I don't know why we tell him anything. The only time I would tell Hagrid anything important is if I want other people to know about it. I'd be sure to tell him it was a secret just to make sure everyone else found out. If I was telling Hagrid anything, it was just a blatant lie. I would tell him so many lies just to see who who it gets out to. I want lies to be floating around the entirety of Hogwarts campus. That's what I want. I just, I do not understand. I'm like, I know, I know he is very, he is trustworthy in the way that he will go out of his way to get something done for you. He is a sweet, sweet bean. However, you can't trust him with any important information if other people aren't supposed to know about it. No, you can't trust him with shit. You can't trust any of these adults, except, oh God, I hate to fucking say it. It hurts me physically. Severus Snape. Severus Snape is the only actual responsible fucking adult in all of Hogwarts. He is the only one. And that's such a low bar. He's walking into this bitch being the, the <laughs> uppityest motherfucker you can find picking on 11-year-olds. And yet he's the only one keeping kids from dying in this entire school. He's the only reasonable adult. Like, I have no doubt in my mind that if Severus Snape saw Draco and Harry flying around when they weren't supposed to, he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Get down here. Get your small 11-year-old bones breakable ass down from fucking there. You have detention. Who else is falling? Is that Draco Malfoy? Detention! Both of you! What do you think you're doing? Who do you think you are? Enjoy your fucking punishments. Yeah, a pat on the back, clap, clap. So glad that you know how to fucking fly, but you could have fucking die get down on the ground now right now and it's such a you're right it's such a low bar for severus snape to be the only reasonable adult in the entirety of hogwarts but it's true and when you see that it's true you realize why he's so fucking mad all of the fucking time it's so hard to be the only adult in a magical school where anything and everything could and will go wrong that has to be so stressful he has to be exhausted you know all he wants to do is finish teaching and go to his room and take a nap. I mean, the first time that we really get him being an asshole is in class with Harry Potter and Hermione and he's calling Harry Potter out. And as a kid, I was like, man, fuck you. Leave Harry Potter alone. He's just doodling or whatever. I'm looking at it as an adult and I'm like, oh my God, I get it now. Because potions is like chemistry, but so much worse. Because you could just mix up one root with the other one and then everybody is fucking dead. Harry Potter was seriously not paying any attention. He was doodling. And it's not like Harry Potter is Hermione Granger who reads ahead. Ronald Weasley who at least has something in his mind about potions because he was raised up in the wizarding world. Or even Draco Malfoy who he damn sure knows knows at least the basics about potions. Harry Potter doesn't know shit about shit about magic. He just got here and now he's not paying attention in one of the most dangerous classrooms that we offer here at Hogwarts? Bitch, who the fuck do you think you are? Now should 
Snape have attacked him like that? Absolutely not. You're a teacher, sir. I'm gonna need you to stop nitpicking 11-year-olds like they're fully functioning adults. You can't go after a kid like your name is Gordon Ramsay in the middle of potions class. However, why are 11-year-olds taking potions class? You don't get chemistry until you're in high school. No, you're not allowed to touch that shit. That's so stressful for a child. I can't even imagine how stressful it is for Severus Snape, who has to do this class every day for every class every, for every age year. group it just it just doesn't fucking matter and so could you just imagine how many near-death experience that he's had and he's saved a bunch of fucking kids from because if you fuck up in a potions class it's not just you it's the person behind you in front of you and on both sides of you who also get fucked if not the entire classroom do you have any idea how many death experiences that he stopped dead in his tracks i would also be pissed Something, the logistics that just came up to me just now, there is a one professor for like every subject in a school full of hundreds of children. What are, how does that work? How the fuck does that work? He is the potions professor for ages <laughs> 11 through 17. When? When do they have time for that? You know, all he does is drink. Every day. That's what I would do. There are not enough professors at this school. It literally just occurred to me. It's not enough professors in this school, and not for how dangerous everything is. Like, you would need a mental fucking health day. That's what really gets me, because it's just not fucking necessary. I mean, nobody follows the rules. Not the students, not the teachers, and not even a headmaster, because we get to Hogwarts, we get off the boat, everybody gets sorted, we're about to eat, and then Dumbledore is like, hold the phone. Before we officially start this year, I got some things I gotta say. There are some rules and regulations that you guys have to follow. Rule number one, don't go into the Forbidden Forest. It's dangerous. Don't do it. There are things in there that you don't want to fist up with. Just don't go. And people are like, okay. And he's like, good. All right. Now everybody eat. And that was really one of the only rules that was there. Don't go into the Forbidden Forest. Things in there could kill you. Just don't do it. And people are like, yes, understand. Under no circumstances am I supposed to go into the Forbidden Forest. And then the first time the Harry Potter and Draco and Hermione and, and Ron Neville? and Neville really fuck up. The first time they really, really fuck up, they like, guess where you're going? The Forbidden Forest. With whom, you may ask? Hagrid and his fucking dog. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the real thing about this shit. A bunch of 11-year-olds, the youngest people allowed at this school, as a punishment for being out of their dorms too late, get sent to the Forbidden Forest, a forest full of magical creatures that can, and probably will, murder you as a punishment. You got sent a bunch of 11-year-old children to the Forbidden Forest with the flightiest adult in the entire school and a scaredy-ass dog in the middle of the fucking night to find, what? A wounded animal. There's nothing more dangerous in this world than trying to get close to a fucking wounded, wounded animal. animal. An entire fucking unicorn. A horse that uh, horses are already fucking dangerous, honestly. I've been around horses, and as sweet as they are, 
they're dangerous. They're bigger than you. And so you send them to find a horse with a horn attached to it. That bitch can gore you. So you're sending a bunch of 11-year-old children as a punishment out into the forest, the forbidden forest, <laughs> at night to find a wounded animal with a skewering stick on its forehead because something is attacking that said magical creature <laughs> that can fully fend for itself. What? I'm just saying, look, a unicorn is a magical creature. You're completely correct. It can fend for itself. A unicorn isn't a, a bitch-ass creature. It's a horse with a horn, which just makes it so much more dangerous. A unicorn could fend for itself. You know what can't fend for themselves? A bunch of 11-year-olds. And so they go in there at night with Hagrid and his big-ass dog that scared his own shadow, and then they split up. It's just like sending in a bunch of children into a murder house of Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. Might as well just not bother. It's like you don't even fucking know the rules of D&D. Don't split the party, bitches. You're gonna die. It just, it doesn't make any sense. But what, what gets me? This is what gets me. So they split up. Uh, Fucking Hagrid goes with his pair and Harry and Draco are together. I think it starts up. Does it go Harry and Draco in in the movie? Yeah, it's Harry and Draco and this fucking dog in the movie. In the book, it's Harry and Hermione. Originally, they don't find shit. And then on their way back, they get split up again. What, the trash? No, in the movie. In the movie, this is... In the movie, Harry and Draco get split the fuck up with this cowardly goddamn dog. And they're walking and they're walking. And then Draco says that iconic line, My father will hear about this. And as a kid... I used to think, you're a whiny little bitch boy. Yep, I'm like, bitch-ass punk, get your shit together. But as an, an adult, adult? I'm like, you definitely should. You should tell your father about all of this because you are in danger and they are willfully putting you in a dangerous situation that you could get very fucked up in with not even an adult. You should tell your parents. Your parents should know. You're the only one who can tell their parents because Harry Potter's parents are fucking dead. Oh my god. <laughs> but the thing that really gets me is that when he's like, I'm telling my dad, I don't want to go in the fucking forest. Hagrid's like, guess what, bitch? You'll get expelled. This is what happens at Hogwarts. Fuck you. And I'm like, Hagrid, first, you can't come at a kid that hard. I know he's a little bitch, but he's 11. He's allowed to. Second, second thing. What the fuck? Expelled? Expelled. Fine. You know what? Good. I don't want to go to the school anymore. It's fucking dangerous. The school is obviously <laughs> fucking dangerous. I don't. No one should go there. Could you imagine? Could you imagine going to just like a regular school and then not wanting to willingly put yourself in a dangerous situation that you realize could really fuck you up, and then being told by whatever person in authority that if you don't do this very dangerous thing, that they will expel you. Do you know what that sounds to me? A lawsuit. I no expel me. I'll see you tomorrow with my mother. I want to see her chew your ass apart I will, tomorrow. I my, will see you in court, motherfucker. If I was a parent, I would own that fucking school. It would be mine. It would be Madison School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. That's what it would be. How fucking dare you send my child into the forbidden forest like it ain't no shit? And then they see what they find: the thing hurting the unicorns, and then it attacks them. They attacks the 11-year-olds. And then Draco, like a smart boy, runs away.
okay, and sure, some people may think that it's cowardice. I think that it's survival instinct because Draco ran away, the dog ran away, and then Harry was like, oh no, I'm frozen in fear. Bitch, that's death for you. Yep. You know what saved you? A fucking centaur. A centaur, another magical creature that is in this forest. That can also kill you, honestly. Lives in this forest, the only magical creature with sentience that gets any kind of respect in the magical world. Let me put that out there. Yep, I'm a thousand percent right now. There is magic against magic racism going on in the wizarding world. There's so much racism. It doesn't come up a lot in the first book, but as it goes on, you're like, Wow, this is some real shit, y'all. Yeah, this is a bit off topic, but we're definitely going to get into it later on. But it's so fucking racist. But you can't be racist towards a centaur because their home base is next to the school that you send your kids to live in the majority of the year. I dare you to say something racist to a centaur's face. He'll stomp you to death. I say something off color to a centaur to his face. See what fucking happens. See what fucking happens. I want to. I want to watch you walk up to a centaur and say some shit. I dare you, Karen. The entire school is logistically a hellhole. No, you know what really gets me. You know what really fucking gets me about Hogwarts? It's the staircase. The fucking stairs. The moving staircase. First of all, what dumbass thought that was a good idea? That's a first off. Who was, like, building Hogwarts almost like a stone here, a library here, a grave hall here, and I'm going to put a bunch of staircases here, 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 and here. And the other person was like, sure, that sounds good. And they're like, no, I'm not done yet. I'm going to put the staircase here, and then I'm going to have it move, like a jigsaw puzzle from place to place to place. And the other person was like, why would you do that? And they're like, because magic, Jeffrey. Oh, no, no. How did? Okay, here's my thing. If I'm on my way to class, and then the staircases move, and suddenly I'm going somewhere fucking else, I sure as fuck better not get in trouble for being late to class that day. But you will. You will get in trouble, because they don't give a fuck why you were late. They just care that you're late. You run into the class, you're out of breath, probably stressed the fuck out, and they'll be like, Jordan, late again, and then you'll get fucking detention. How dare you? Absolutely fucking not. I will burn this place to the goddamn ground. It's only one time. It's only one time that it would take before I do something irrational. And don't get me wrong. I would not burn down the staircase to Hogwarts. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I have to live inside the building, and the smell of charred wood isn't a fun one to have. However, what I would do is cut out a piece of carpet or tapestry, enchant that, and just ride around on a magical carpet from class to class and never be late again. And sure, some professors will see me on it. And sure, I will get in trouble and it will be confiscated, but I have come to peace with the fact that I will have detention every day of the fucking week because they will have to come to the peace with the fact that I will be tearing up a piece of fucking carpet every time they take the old one away or until somebody tells me how to get these fucking stairs in order. I'm sorry. I, just, I, I read the book and I watched the movie and no, I didn't see a schedule that told me when the stairs moved. It's just, it's nonsensical. But no, I wouldn't burn down a staircase. I would save my matches for the Forbidden Forest. That's what I would burn down. You know what? Fair. Fuck that place. Fuck it. I mean, could you imagine just being a kid and going into there like your detention? You're gonna have detention. I'd be like, oh, am I like cleaning cauldrons for Professor Snape? Am I uh getting the chalkboard cleaned off for the levitation spells? And they're like, no, you'll be going into the Forbidden Forest with Hagrid and his fucking dog. I'd be like, okay. That's fine. Let me just go ahead and get my wand, my glasses, my cloak, and my box of matches because I don't know the fire starter spell yet. And when I get in there, God <laughs> forbid I get lost. 
because what am I gonna do? I'm gonna set a fire because you may not be able to find me on your own, but you're definitely gonna be able to smell that smoke. <laughs> when they come for it, they're not coming to save me. They're not coming to find me, but that's exactly what they'll be doing. They're coming to start a fire, but they're picking up Madison on their way back. Oh my god. Well, nah, it only takes one time of me starting a fire in the middle of the fucking forest. It only takes that's, one time. You're not sending me in there again, are you? No, they'll see me. They'll see me. Like, they're like, what are you going to do this time? I'll be like, you're not going to send me back to the Forbidden Forest, are you? Because you want to know what, Dumbledore? Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll set the entire place ablaze. I don't care. You're not sending me back in there, are you? I'll fuck up this ecosystem. Watch me. here because I don't know about you but I don't always have the attention span to listen to something for more than an hour. We hope you'll get back to us for the second half of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Because for some reason a group of 11 year olds can get past a series of trials set up by the most powerful wizard in the world. And you know what? That really gets me. <laughs>